I'm gonna start this out by saying I am in no way a podcaster. I don't have equipment. I don't sit there and think of content. I probably won't even edit anything, honestly. Um, what I am is a widow. And that's the first time in six months I've used that term to describe myself because I don't like it. I would say the W word or that word. Um, the other W word is wife. I, I'm still very much a wife. Um, but in my journey, what I've noticed is that when I was looking for help and support and guidance and answers and anything to just feel some kind of hope, I found a lot of podcasts and and some of them are good and some portions were helpful. But what was missing was that raw content. It was a lot of, it'll be okay. This is how to make yourself healthy. This is how to think positive after tragedy. This is how to take trauma and make it power. It was a lot of that, which is good. But what I was missing and what I so desperately needed was the truth. I needed people that were in my position, people that felt the way I was feeling at the time because I felt so alone, like I was the only person in the world that felt pain this heavy, that no one could possibly understand. And when I was searching for understanding, it would come from people further along in their journey that knew very well the place that I was in, but because they were further along, those raw feelings were getting further and further away. Their pain was still there in some way. They've built their life around it. They've learned how to move on and cope. But in that moment, in those first few months, I wasn't there. And I would find myself listening to a podcast or two and then never following that person again because it it didn't fit what I was feeling. And what I was feeling was that I had nobody. I had nothing. And I was left living in this world with everybody else moving on around me and no one seeming to understand that I was screaming for help. I've also noticed a lot of other podcasters that are also widows and have also gone through the process seem to have a good support system or seem to have a really good job or you know seem to have something that I was lacking. Um, I was looking for somebody that didn't have a support system. I have very little support. I have, you know, like two family members um, and, you know, one or two friends. And I've had other people check in and it was just that obligation that people feel. Um, and my husband's friends and coworkers and, you know, some of them were great. Some of them I needed in those moments more than I ever would have thought I needed a stranger and they were there but you know you get to around that three month mark and people begin to fade and people stop asking how you're doing and people move on with their life and it seems like people forget so what I needed when I was looking for a podcast was to hear that there are people out there that are going through it that are also truly alone and feeling unsupported and not knowing what to do So I'm not looking for followers. I'm not looking to be a professional podcaster. If people listen, great. If I help one or two people, even better. I'm simply looking for an outlet. 
because what I did find is in those first few weeks when I had no one to talk to, when there was no one that I thought could possibly understand, I would just record myself. I would record myself with my raw emotion, whatever I was feeling, and it helped. It helped to get it out because I understood what I was going through. So to essentially talk to myself, as silly as that may seem, it helped because I got it out. I mean, in those beginning stages, I called crisis lines um, and I know what those people are trained to do because I've worked on crisis lines. I have my master's in psychology. All of my work has been crisis work. And as I go through this, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to record. I don't know if I'm going to upload them. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I do know I'm in no way a professional. I have life experience. I do have my master's in psychology, but I am not a licensed therapist. I am I'm not a doctor of psychology. I'm not anything like that. So anything that I may say is purely of my own thought, opinion, and experience. Um, some of it is training. But the point is, I knew what these people were trained to say. I knew what they were going to say. I knew that they weren't going to tell me what I needed to hear because they're not allowed. <laughs> Liability. Um, so even that didn't work. And nothing seemed to be working for me in my position. So I guess I'm just going to create this to be out there and be honest and be raw and just kind of do this therapy for myself. And maybe in the process, someone just like me is out there and looking for something and feeling the way that I felt. And maybe they get a little something from it. I'm not going to sit here and say it gets better. I'm not going to sit here and say you move on. I'm not going to say any of that because I'm only six months in and I don't believe any of that. Do I believe you live around it and you figure out a way? Yes. Do I believe if you have things that you have to keep going for, you will push? Yes. But you decide when that's going to be. And it takes a lot to get there. I have three kids. I have a 13-year-old and I have two-year-old toddler twins. So I needed to find strength. I needed to choose every day to get out of bed and do something for them. I didn't want them to have a sad mom. Was I sad? Yeah. Was I dying inside? Of course. Was I in pain all the time? Yeah. Still most of the time I am. But I don't want to show that to them. Did I show them my feelings? Have I cried in front of them? Have I talked to them about their dad? 100%. But what I didn't want to do was have it be a taboo subject for them as they got older. I don't want them afraid to ask questions. I don't want them to say, every time daddy comes up, mommy gets sad. I don't want that. That's not fair to him. That's not fair to me. And it's not fair to our kids. So I chose to be the mom that they needed to be, that they needed me to be. And in my private moments, driving in the car, taking a shower, sitting in my room before bed, waking up in the morning. In my private moments, I felt all the things that I needed to feel. Sometimes I recorded them. Sometimes I would text my sister-in-law. Sometimes I would listen to music. Sometimes I would just sit there and breathe. Whatever I needed to do in that moment to recognize my feelings and process through them to get on with my day, I did. So moving forward, I am just going to record what I feel. And I'm going to put it out there. And it won't all be about loss. 
I mean, there are other things I've experienced in life. There are other things people are going through in life that maybe they can relate to and just need to hear that someone else understands and has been through it. But here I am, and um, let's see where it goes.